If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 164 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I am your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Faith the Public Friday, everyone. It is a big day. We are grinding. We are grinding. We're not getting so many, uh, not too many breaks are going our way right now. But I tell you what, guys, this is the part of sports betting that I consider the challenge. Uh, and hey, some of you win, some of you lose, some of you throw away. So we're just going to keep grinding like we always do. We got a huge slate today. Uh, I want to issue an apology uh, for anyone, including myself, uh, who, who bet on the Jaguars last night. I immediately regretted that pick uh, the more I, I looked into it. So I personally, uh, I don't give you too many bad plays, uh, in my opinion. Even if we lose, I think we're on the sharp side. But I think I might have gotten that one wrong. Uh, obviously, the, the results spoke for themselves. But I'll give you two reasons why, uh, in the end, I, I kind of learned something from last night and Realized that, uh, yeah, the, the Dolphins plus three were definitely the play there. So uh, my apologies and my mistake for uh, for claiming that there was value on the Jags. Um, and I think that's actually going to benefit us, though. Um, talking about these 0-2 teams like Miami showing up last night, we're now going to look at all of these um, upcoming teams that are 0-2 for this weekend, which I think is a uh, – the funny thing is it's a trend we identified. It's a trend I've been talking about, and yet I got wrapped up in that. Um, Thursday night home favorite trend, which uh, has cashed at about a 60% clip. I um, was able to jump on 
the Jags minus two and a half. I guess I'll tell you guys now. We all know what happened. The Jags got blown out in that one. But um, minus two and a half. I love that that home favorite Thursday night trend. Um, I kind of got uh, some some. I guess I'd say blinders with that trend. I I really put a ton of stock into it. Um, but the market was telling me uh, maybe I should have looked a little bit deeper because um, you know I got the minus two and a half with the Jags. It got up to three. But then I tell you what, a couple things happened. Number one, uh, I got the the afternoon best bet uh, email for my guy Bill D, and it said uh, Michael Lombardi's pick tonight: Dolphins plus three. Oh, immediately I'm like, okay, this isn't good. The other thing was that when it was at three, I saw it come back down to two and a half. And you know, this was more. It was this was a slight public game to the Jags, but it evolved uh, closer and closer to game time into a big public play on the Jags. So. Um, you know, there, I guess the reason why I'm, uh, I'm upset about that play last night is if I am sharp and contrarian, and I lose a play, uh, like last night, you know, talking like, um, the Washington nationals or, um, you know, uh, you know, the Yankees last night, sharp contrarian lose, you and, uh, and you lose. Okay. I can live with that. But when I, when I get beat by the closing line and when I'm on the public side and I lose a bet, uh, that really eats at me. And I, uh, I have, I have a very difficult time with that. So it almost never happens, but it happened last night. Uh, so go. So on behalf of uh, the host of the Market Insights podcast, uh, I let you guys down on that uh, on that Jags play. So we're gonna make it up uh, today, obviously. Um, but yeah, it was really that three down to two and a half that was like, okay, um, Miami is, is definitely the, the value play here. Uh, with that being said, we're gonna bounce back. It's only one game, uh, and we'll just keep grinding like we always do. So uh, fade the public Friday. We got 18 Major League Baseball games. We're gonna keep grinding MLB. Um, and we're also going to talk NBA, huge Celtics heat game. We also have some NHL. You got some prop bets from our guy, Andy McNeil, who is, uh, I believe, 2-0 with his shots on goal props. Uh, we got a couple over two and a half players tonight, so stay tuned to the pod. I'll give you the update on who Andy likes there. Uh, and, of course, we're going to get ready for a huge weekend. So I want to invite everyone to tune into the Lombardi line uh, tomorrow and Sunday. It's always Saturday, Sundays, 10 a.m. Eastern time up until noon. You can tune in on Nesson or um, on Sirius XM 204 on Marquee in Chicago. We're streamed live on VEASAN. We're all over the place. So uh, it's always my favorite time of the week because you put all this time into um, opening lines NFL games and seeing them develop throughout the week and uh, forming your uh, your perspective on where the value is and then, and then you know, getting down hard. And by hard, I mean one unit like always. Uh, but, then, um, but then on the weekends, that's when you can really get close to game time, see that big money come in late. Uh, hopefully catch your plays. So exciting weekend coming up here. Um, with that being said, remember, uh, we have a lot going on at VEASAN. And I am very, very proud to work at VEASAN um, because obviously, you know, during the pandemic, it was rough. And a lot of people who worked like myself in the sports betting industry, it was a very scary time. We didn't know when it would come back. Um, and thankfully, we are back. Thankfully, sports are are going on strong here. Um, and it's just great to, to see the strides we're making at VEASAN. We got uh, great new hosts, new additions, new shows. Um, great content we're turning out all the time, uh, so it's uh, it's great to see that we're really hitting our stride. Uh, I want to thank you guys though, because guess what? I got an email from uh, Bill D, my boss, and he said, "Guess what? We uh, we met our subscription goal." So that is a sincere thank you to you guys buying those years of Visa and buying those uh, those subscriptions and memberships. Um, we had a very uh, very lofty goal, and we met it. So thank you to all the listeners who. Uh, bought a year or are on the monthly rate. Uh, remember, you know, everything that we offer helps you to win bets. So it's the Points for Weekly Digital Magazine every week. Um, it's always the, uh, you know, the betting guides that we do, the afternoon best bet email, replaying all the programming, all our exclusive content, analysis, um, everything. It's all included with the subscription. So if you want to go to vsin.com slash subscribe, 
uh, that is where you can go. And even though we hit our goal, we still got to keep grinding and, 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 uh, and keep climbing here. So um, vcin.com slash subscribe. We'd love for you to become a member. Uh, and I think it's very, very, very worth it. Uh, remember, as always, get on Twitter. With, Twitter is where the betting convo never ends. Um, once you create your Twitter, or if you have already, make sure you follow at VEASAN Live. You can also follow me at Josh underscore insights. Um, and as always, if you ever want to email me, I'm always here to help in any way that I can. Uh, you can just shoot me an email, josh at VEASAN.com. Uh, again, a lot of my emails recently have been, you know, hey, I'm getting kicked out of five dimes. Where do I go now? Uh, guess what? I can help you with that and refer you to a good book. So uh, just shoot me an email and I will get you set up with that. So uh, big Friday. I want to start with Major League Baseball because I don't know about you guys. Um, built up a big, big number of units one in baseball throughout the year. And I would say the last four or five days have been an absolute struggle for me. So I don't know if I'm alone, um, but a lot of these really, really sharp plays, carbon copy of sharp plays that had cashed for us for, you know, uh, I would say seven weeks. Um, have gone completely the other way, uh, where literally if you went against the sharp money with the public in a game that makes no sense, you've been cashing the last three or four days here. So um, I, I'm really glued to MLB because I really want to beat MLB, and I really want to get back to our winning ways and, and you know clean up. And um, But I think part of that is just the last week of the season, uh, teams giving up, teams that are trying for the playoffs, uh, teams that have already clinched their, their postseason berths, teams that are um, you know starting young players or – uh, we even had a guy, Angelton Simmons, he opted out with five games left. That was weird. Not that that really matters, but just some weird variants at the uh, in the last week of the season. So, for example, you know, looking at yesterday, Washington Nationals, sharp as a tech. Uh, majority on Mets, Nats went from, um, you know, like even money to, to, to minus 125. Uh, they lose three to two. Um, another sharp play. Thank God we got Cleveland. Cleveland was massive last night because that was – Sharp's attack and that came through, but even then they were down. Like even when you even when you cash a sharp play, it's not easy. Minus one fifteen, minus one thirty. Cleveland getting a minority of bets and they were able to uh, uh, to roll in that one. Luckily, come back late. Uh, Yankees were another one. Anyone on Yanks? Even even money to minus one fifteen when everyone was on Toronto and they lose four to one. Um, so these are the ones that are really annoying me. Did get Kansas City. Luckily, that was a line move in their favor. Uh, did get the Atlanta under. That was nice wind blowing in the under. Um, Nine and a half, and it dropped to nine. Uh, Milwaukee, though, annoyed me. That was another sharp play, minus 120 to minus 140, even though tickets on St. Louis. St. Louis wins four to two. Um, late, um, Dodgers rolled in that one. That was a kind of a big line move to the Dodgers. I don't know if anyone took the run line there. But even then, the over was pretty sharp. It was a five to one game. So treading water with MLB. Um, and again, I think it, part of it has to do with this late season just variance and unpredictability that might be uh, might be making it a little bit harder for us in general. But with that being said, it's a fade the public Friday, so I'm getting ready to make some money today, guys. What do you say? So we have 18 games in Major League Baseball. There's a couple double headers. Uh, remember, double headers you have more sweeps than splits. Game two favorites do very well. I always got to say that because it's cashed uh, historically and this year as well. So first game on the board, 5:15 game, um, St. Louis and Milwaukee. So I'm seeing some sharp money on St. Louis here. Um, it is a uh, first game of a doubleheader. They're going to play later on, but Flaherty and Suter. Um, seeing some good value with, with the Cardinals. Um, Cardinals opened around minus 120 on the road. They're up to around minus 130. Some looks even minus 135. So uh, seeing a good move there in a low bet game um, and causing that line move to, to go to the Cardinals and obviously getting the, the ace Flaherty there on the mound. But that would fit the uh, road favorite system and road fave with a line move. Uh, so let's go St. Louis game one. Uh, New York Mets, 
and Washington Nationals. Anyone want to sweat a little Mets plus money with Rick Porcello? I know you don't want to, but you may have to because this is a very sharp play uh, toward the Mets. Scherzer's on the mound. Obviously, you don't want to go up against him. But Mets battling for a playoff spot here. Obviously, they have much more to play for. Seen some smart money come in on the Mets here. So the Nats opened as a minus 150 favorite. You know, with Scherzer on the mound, you kind of expect that. Some looks even minus 152. Uh, Lions not down to minus 140, even though you're getting 8 out of 10 bets on the Nats here. So even though everyone's betting the Nats, line is falling toward the Mets. Um, Mets would be a road division dog high total with a reverse line move. Uh, so uh, you don't have to play it if you don't want to, but um, if the Mets win, can't say uh, you didn't see a sharp move on them. Philly and Tampa Bay. Um, this is another sharp play to a road dog. Uh, looking at Philly in this one. This open with Tampa Bay at home. You know, obviously public's going to hammer them. But around minus 165, even minus 170. The line's down to minus 150. So big majority public on Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tampa Bay, similar to the, the Washington Nationals, have fallen. Um, even though they're getting the majority of bets. So it tells me some smart money has hit Philly. Cause that line to fall there. Um, and that would be kind of a dog high total. You know, usually in, in the trap, uh, you look toward unders because of the uh, dome or closed roof stadium system where, you know, ball doesn't travel. Uh, it's perfect conditions for the pitcher, perfect conditions for the fielder. Um, so usually you have a lot of unders in those dome or closed roof stadiums. But this total is eight and a half. It's kind of a high total, um, you know, in, uh, in the trap. It's juiced up to the under a lot. So if you want to look at the under, it is 8.5 under, minus 120, minus 125. Uh, but that would be road dog high total, not division. That's an interleague game, obviously. But Philly's intriguing and the under in that one. Uh, Miami and the New York Yankees. Anyone want to sweat a little under play here? J.A. Happ and uh, Alcantara. It opened at a 9.5, and the 9.5 is now really juiced up under minus 120. So I think this may go down to 9. You know, 5-4 game, 6-3 game, 7-2 game, you want to be able to cash that. Um, but if you still have a 9.5, that's been getting hit with a lot of smart uh, smart money. Wind is kind of blowing in a little bit to left here, um, or you know, a little bit in you know, toward the third base side. And kind of the way this is trending, again, public is uh, you know looking at J.A. Happ's ERA um, and just looking at the numbers overall. He's actually at a 3.253. Actually, Happ's better than I thought. I always think of Hap as like a five ERA guy. Um, it actually kind of makes me like it more. Um, you look at both these teams too, um, you know, just in general. Uh, the Miami Marlins against lefties this year, 6-12, and 12, not great, 23-16 and 16 against righties. Um, Yankees, 26-17 and 17 against righties, 6-8 and eight against lefties. That's a big line to the Yankees. You know, went from minus 180 up to minus 190, depending where you're looking at, or even some books were down minus 200 even to minus 190. Not laying that number there, but the under is very intriguing to me. Um, with the fact that, especially if you can get the 9.5, I think you need the uh, the 9.5 there. Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Uh, we're going back to the well, or at least I am, with a low total over. Anyone want to sweat Pittsburgh-Cleveland over 7.5? It's 7.5, but it's also some books at 8, 7.5 up to 8. And now they're 8 under, minus 120. Um but this is, a, uh, this is an over 7.5 you can get it. Make sure you get a book with a 7.5. That is key. But I've seen a ton of smart money hit the over 7.5, cause it to rise. Um, we take a look at just you know how these teams have performed. Um, Cleveland's actually really good to the under, 34-20. and 20. Pittsburgh is, is even there. Both these pitchers are around a 3 ERA-ish. Um, but that would be, be a system play in terms of um, you know kind of 
two low ERAs, public going under, but yet, but yet kind of a contrarian over, wind blowing out a little bit. So Pittsburgh, Cleveland over seven and a half. That one really caught my eye. Uh, Boston and Atlanta. Uh, if anyone wants to sweat a high scoring game, um, this is kind of the only, only overs that really intrigued me. It's 10 and a half and it's juiced up. Um, it opened even. Now it's minus 115 or minus 120 to the over. Uh, this is a bunch of over money. Also, wind blowing out here. Um, and you have two high ERA pitchers, both in the high fives, Mazza against Wright. Um, both these teams pretty good to the over. Atlanta 29 and 23, five pushes. Sox 28, 26, three pushes. So if you're going to bet an over, can you get a 6-5 game there? Um, Boston, Atlanta, I think you might have some value there to the over. Keep on cruising, Detroit and KC. Um, I'm looking at the over 8.5 here. This might be my favorite over of the day. It's 8.5 over, juice minus 120. Spencer Turnbull against Brad Keller. Seen a lot of smart money hit that over. Wind is blowing out. This is a really windy over. Blowing out around 10 miles an hour, 12 miles an hour at Kauffman Stadium. Um and both of these Turnbulls got a 3.83. Keller's actually been pretty good, 2.77. Uh, but kind of a division game familiarity. Can you get me nine runs in that one? The over's juiced up. Um, I'm going over with wind blowing out there. Uh, Cincinnati and Minnesota. I was looking at Cincinnati as a, as a live dog here. Um, saw some smart money moves here. Everyone is betting Minnesota. Yet Minnesota opened minus 150. They're down to minus 145. It's not a huge move, but it's notable just because it's a very lopsided game when you have a reverse line move to Cincinnati. Cincinnati, obviously, you know, fighting for a playoff spot here. Um, and I've seen some smart money hit Cincy. Um, and Tyler Maley has been, or Mail has been pretty good. Uh, so has Barrios. Um, but that bullpen's been pretty taxed for St. Louis or for uh, Minnesota lately. So keep an eye on Cincy as a live dog opportunity. Milwaukee, St. Louis. Remember, game one I was looking at St. Louis. So if they win, they they are listed as a favorite for game two. I consider cards again game two. Seattle and Oakland. I was looking at an underplay here. Uh, Kachuki against Bassett. Total opened um, eight. Some even eight and a half, and immediately got down to eight. Um, but the eight and a half got scooped up very very quickly. Um, if, but and really, that's the number you're looking for. I don't know if it's going to come back there. It's actually going down. I see some looks even down to seven and a half, but that's getting a lot of under smart money. Uh, I wish you get the eight and a half with Seattle, Oakland, but it looks like um, unfortunately it is gone at this point. Um, but that's uh, that's definitely notable. Um, and then late night um, battle of LA uh, Angels and Dodgers did see some smart money under there, eight and a half down to eight. So keep an eye on that one as well. Um, to the under. I know we missed a few games, but a lot of these lines really haven't come out yet. So you have to monitor it, keep an eye on it. And um, remember again, these late moves. And I'm ready for a big baseball day. Can I get a green baseball day? 75% of the season are in the green every day. And the last four or five days have really been a struggle. So this is when you get tested as a sports better. And if you can't stand the heat, um, you've got to get a new chef. Isn't that what they say? I know what they say. Get out of the kitchen. I get it. Um, anyway, First half of the pod in the books on a Fade the Public Friday. Looking for a big, big MLB day here. Um, and then when we come back after a short break here, we're going to talk some NBA, some NHL, get those props for you. In the NHL, my guy, Annie McNeil, has been awesome. Uh, talk Celtics and Heat. Can the Celtics avoid elimination here? Um, I hope so. I'm a Celtics fan. But I think grabbing the points with Miami is probably the smart play tonight. Uh, and then we'll also talk NFL going in this weekend. A lot of line moves coming in, um, and we'll use that. Um, and I, I know some of you guys probably did take Miami plus three last night, but if you didn't, and like me, you got Jags minus two and a half, a teachable moment. 
and also how we can use that to our advantage this upcoming weekend with these 0-2 teams buying low. Uh, that's what it, guys. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back, finish up the second half of the pod. Thank you for tuning in on a Fade the Public Friday to the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, Josh Applebaum. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, thank you for sticking around. So we're going to finish up our pod here on a Friday. Remember, big weekend ahead, Lombardi line, Saturday, um, 10 a.m. Eastern to noon. We'll talk college football. Uh, Sunday, we'll talk NFL. So hope everyone can join us there. It's my favorite part of the week, favorite time of the week. Uh, let's talk some uh, some NBA here because we are uh, looking at a possible elimination spot with my uh, with my Boston Celtics here. 
who have definitely struggled and uh, I don't think have proven to be the better team this series. What's interesting to me, so obviously Heat lead 3-1. to one. This is game five, do or die time for the Celtics. Season ends if they lose tonight. Um, what's interesting to me, number one, is that the oddsmakers are still giving the Celtics respect and they're still opening up Boston as the favorite. If you look at these lines throughout this series, guys, Celtics have been uh, game one, minus two, game two, minus three, last two games, um, minus three and a half, minus three and a half. So they've only won one of those. They've only covered one of those, obviously. Um, but oddsmakers yet are still giving them respect. That's You can look at it one of two ways. One, if you um, it kind of tells you the Celtics are favored to win. Um, but number two, it also creates a lot of value to, to grab the heat and the points in this one. So we're looking at here, obviously, Celtics must win. Um, this opened at Celtics minus three. Books have either stayed the same or gone up to three and a half. So all the liability has been on Boston. They are a bit of a public play. You got to give the... Got to give the public credit. They keep betting the Lakers. They keep betting the Celtics. I guess they just want Lakers Celts, but uh, wouldn't it be nice if we got? Um, <laughs> wouldn't it be nice if we got Nuggets and Heat? And by the way, guys, shout out yesterday. I didn't even mention it. Nuggets plus six and a half. Who got the six and a half with the Nuggets? How important is the hook? The hook gets you wins. The hook is so critical. Nuggets lose by six, and guess what? The hook, the six and a half. We identified the hook in the six and a half. That was the highlight of my night getting that. Uh, Getting the hook with the six and a half covering by the skin of my teeth there yesterday. Uh, so shout out if you also got the six and a half. If you only, if you only got the six, my condolences. But again, importance of shopping for the best line, jumping on a good number. Uh, tells you how good the odds makers are and tell you how important the hook is in situations like that. But Celtics, again, had a bit of a line move. Minus three up to minus three and a half. I don't think it's crazy to say if you're still getting points with the Heat, how do you not grab them? Um, a three and a half to me with the Heat uh, is the value play tonight. I just think they're the best, the better team throughout this series. And if the odds makers continue to give you points, how do you not take them with the better team? That's kind of my thought process. Um, even uh, you know Celtics, you know their their runs and, and live line opportunities in these games, which I think is also um, really critical. But uh, to me, opening as a favorite, moving further to a favorite. You know, if you got Boston immediately minus three, then I, I kind of understand it. I would even be more intrigued by a money line. It's kind of high, minus one fifty five. Um, you know, I, I think the Celtics claw back. I've watched them all season. I've watched them throughout the playoffs back to the wall. They do claw back, but you don't want to bet just because of that. Uh, I guess the minus 155 is a little bit high for me on the money line. Um, if anything, I'm going heat plus three and a half or nothing here. And I think the heat keep this one close. Maybe they even win. Um, but to me, the value play here is the three and a half. It's contrarian. You're getting a bit of an inflated line. I would hold out for that three and a half. If you can get it. Uh, in terms of the total, total is interesting. You know, some books opened 214. They got down to 213. But now I'm seeing a little bit of um, rising a little bit up here to 213.5 at some books that were um, that are now up to 213.5. So 214 down to 213, up to 213.5. The over, I believe, is I think the over is 3 and 1 this series. Um, so that's kind of notable to me as well. You did see the over. Uh, cash last night too. Uh, look at the Lakers and Nuggets game, and we always got to look at the refs here. So Heat Celtics refs, you have uh, Josh Tibben who's a big over ref, John Goble big under ref, and Courtney Kirkland is pretty much even. So we don't have uh, Scott Foster in that crew, um, unfortunately. So um, you know, I saw a little bit of under smart money. To me, I'm going to wait that total out. Um, and you got to remember in this um, in this series, or sorry, in the conference finals, overs are now um, what are they six and two. Unders are still the you know much better throughout the playoffs. 
I've seen a little bit of scoring picking up here. Uh, and if you look at kind of how these totals have gone throughout the series, 209.5, 208, 208.5, 212, this is the highest total of the series now. So these, these you know, odds makers are kind of telling you they're expecting more points uh, than from the outset of this series. So that's kind of notable to me. Um, remember, if you do like the Celtics, uh, if you want some updated stats, if you think they can come back and win, uh, right now the uh, Miami Heat up 3-1 to one are minus 455 at BetMGM, 82% implied probability to win the series and reach the NBA Finals. Celtics are plus 350 to come back and win the series, down 3-1 to one here at this point. Um, go flip over quick to the NHL, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and Dallas. Uh, this is game four. Uh, let's see. It's a two to one series lead for the Lightning had a dominant five to two win their last game. Um, anyone jump on that Lightning minus 190 minus 200 to win the series. I bet you're happy. They're now up to around minus 566. So if you're sitting on that, um, nice job here. Uh, I really didn't have much for the side or the total here. I'm dying to bet it, but I might just stick with these props that we're getting from Andy McNeil. Um, you know, open around minus 160 lightning. It's down to 155. Slight move here to Dallas. The total is still that five, but it's juiced up over minus 132. So if you like a high scoring game, you got to pay a big price, which makes sense. Um, I don't have much here. I do have Dallas off a loss does well this year, but they lost the last one and you know lost again. Um, and also they are the designated home team, which gives them the last, uh, line change. So, um, I'm going to wait this one out. If, if you slap me in the face with some line movement right before the game, um, I, I would consider that. Um, I, I still get intrigued by these under fives where you're getting plus money, plus 115. But the way these teams are playing, you've had, you know, throughout this series, uh, you've had um, two pushes on a five. So a 4-1 and 3-2 game, and then a 5-2 game. So it seems like scoring is picking up here, which is why they're obviously juicing up that over. But if you don't see any value either way and you're riding out your um, – your Tampa Bay series price like me. Got a minus 190, baby. Um, but now, a couple prop bets. So our guy Andy McNeil, at, at Sprots Gambler uh, on Twitter, because uh, Sports Gambler is taken. Um, and it's G-A-M-B-L-O-R. He's a friend from uh, America's Hat uh, up in Canada. But Victor Hedman and Andre Palat, our guy. Where are my Palat backers at? I know you guys love our guy Palat. Over two and a half shots for both these guys. Can they get you three shots on goal tonight? Uh, Andy likes both to go over two and a half shots. DraftKings Hedman is minus 118 to go over. Palat is uh, minus 125 to go over. If you only want to bet one, um, you know, Palat is the guy to me being on that top line and, um, you know, a lot of emphasis placed on his, his line mates. Uh, he's got a, a ton of generated offense throughout the series. Another one would be Tyler Sagan. His shots on goal is three and a half. Andy likes the under there. It's minus 182. It's kind of hefty. But Sagan uh, has kind of been invisible. It's almost, I think, 12 games without a goal. Uh, so under Sagan, three and a half shots on goal. But uh, once again, Palat over two and a half, Hedman over two and a half. I think Palat, your, your top play there. Uh, now let's finish up the pod talking some NFL because I want to get some revenge for, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it, guys, a stupid pick I made on the Jaguars last night, a stupid pick. And again, uh, no matter what happened, even if the Jaguars rolled, I still would have had reservations about that. I don't want you guys ever to think like a pick is good because it won or a pick is bad because it lost. A pick, whether it's good or bad, is determined based on beating the closing line and the data that brought you to your conclusion, whether or not to bet the game and which side that you took. So again, to me, the Jags pick wasn't bad just because I lost a unit on it. Again, I hate losing units. It's because I was with the public and I got beat by the closing line and I kind of went against um, that 0-2 trend that we've talked about. That's what annoys me about, about that loss there yesterday. 
So, reminder, these winless teams, 0-2, going into uh, week three. You saw a win and a cover there with the Dolphins yesterday. They're now, according to BetLab Sports, since 2005, 57.3% uh, against the spread. Uh, again, cash with Dolphins yesterday. Here are the matches, the 0-2 matches for this week. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. That one's tough because they am on Titans there. Um, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Houston Texans. Really like Houston. The Bengals, the Eagles, they're playing each other. They kind of cancel out. The Giants, the Jets. If the Jets line keeps moving, you're gonna you're gonna make me bet the Jets. I can already feel it. Uh, Carolina Panthers. I actually like the Panthers a lot, plus the points there. Um, Detroit Lions, probably sharpest play of the week, grossest play of the week, and Denver Broncos. I, I really like Denver. I actually got Denver plus uh, plus six in that one. So remember that 0-2 trend does very well. Uh, keep on cruising. So let's talk about games for today. Run through the board. Vegas and New England. Uh, Vegas Raiders got hit by a little smart money, guys, yesterday. Um, I'm very surprised by this. Open Patriots, uh, minus six and a half. Uh, it's now down to minus five and a half. So look at it one of two ways. Uh, it's about a 50-50 bet split. I still like New England in a bounce back spot, um, especially with that West Coast team going east on a short week. But there is some smart money hitting Vegas. So kind of off, you know, off the key number, Almost kind of like this, the Patriots more, minus five and a half just to win by six. Um, but you got to remember, why are you getting a better number? Because it looks like Sharps have hit Vegas. Keep an eye on the under there. I did see a lot of uh, under smart money, Raiders, Patriots. Um, open around 48, it's down to 47 and a half. Um, could be a little windy there. Keep an eye on that. Uh, Rams and Buffalo. Uh, give me the Bills here all day. This is a contrarian favorite, one of my favorite plays of the week. Everybody's loving the Rams, but I think they've beaten two teams that aren't very good. Open minus three Buffalo, got down to minus two or even, you know, two and a half, two even. Uh, if you can get a minus two Buffalo, um, I'm really digging that play. Uh, so uh, I'm on the Bills in that one. I got minus two and a half, so a little worrisome. I didn't get the two, but I didn't think it'd go that far. Houston and Pittsburgh. Houston is one of my favorite plays of the week. I know it's gross, but that's the 0-2 trend. You also have a sharp line move. Pittsburgh open five-point favorite there, or even five and a half or six at some book, six-point favorite, down to four. Big line move, sharp move to Houston. I think you uh, you think Houston's bad, but they play the two best teams in football. So I think that's why. San Fran and the New York Giants. Um, I like the G-men here. I'd consider grabbing it sooner rather than later. Try to grab a four. Most books are going down to three and a half. Everybody and their mother is out for San Fran. Um, they're complaining about the turf. Uh, I like the G-men there in that 0-2 spot. Tennessee and Minnesota. This one's tough for me. It's a public play. I think any other week. I tell you, if, if the Vikings win this game and cover this game, um, I'm going to really be annoyed. Uh, but I'm, I'm putting a lot of faith in this line move with Tennessee. Um, and Tennessee is also 0-2 ATS, even though they're 2-0. Um, but Tennessee minus 1.5, all, all up to minus 2.5. If you get anything Tennessee 2.5 or less, uh, I did get Tennessee earlier in the week. Washington-Cleveland, I'm digging the Washington football team. They're contrarian, a little bit of sharp action. Um, line opened, or actually an inflated line kind of. They opened minus 5.5, minus 6 to Cleveland. It's all up to 7. I think it's going to fall back down. Um, I grabbed the Washington football team at seven, and I think uh, if you if you like that, I like the matchup of that D-line going up against uh, Baker Mayfield and a guy that uh, struggles with a good D-line. So give me Washington plus seven there. Cincy and Philly. Cincy's looking pretty good, kind of even ticket split, but we've seen this line fall. Open around minus six and a half, minus six to Philly. It's now down to four and a half, five. That's a really sharp move to the Bengals. Chicago and Atlanta. I'm going Chicago here. Ideally, you get the hook on the three and a half. Everybody's betting Atlanta. Um, I know they are, uh, you know, Atlanta would, would match that system, um, the 0 2 system, but they're super public, and you've kind of had a line freeze here. 
three and a half down to three, still kind of even, even though it's um, even though it's heavy betting Atlanta. So I'm going uh, Mitch Trubisky plus three and a half. Keep an eye on that one. The Jets and Indy, I would sit back and let this line move as far as it wants to go. I'm probably going to have to take the Jets here, believe it or not. Uh, open minus seven. It's only up to minus 11 and a half. If it goes to 12, kind of a dead number, 12 and a half. Does it go? How far does it go? Um, Jets are nothing in that one. Keep an eye out. Carolina and the Chargers really like Carolina plus seven here. I think you really want to get a seven. It was six and a half, seven down to six and a half, and now it's at six at some books. But that'll be that 0 2 trend with Carolina. I think you get a good effort out of them, and you're buying low off the McCaffrey industry, uh, industry injury. Detroit and Arizona. Man, I'm on Detroit. I hate this. It's disgusting. I hate Patricia. I hate the Lions. But this is probably the sharpest play of the week. Arizona. Um, Depending on where you're looking, they opened, got some weird opener, six and a half. See even some that opened like three and a half. That must be an outlier. That's at Westgate. Um, I would say five and a half, six was the opener. And it's even got six and a half, and now it's down to five and a half. So all of these sixes, six and a half, got scooped up, now down to five and a half, even though literally everyone has been Kyler Murray. So it's gross, but Detroit would also match um, that trend, that 0-2 trend. Uh, Tampa Bay and Denver, um, digging uh, the Broncos here. This is the most lopsided game of the week, almost 9 out of 10 bets on Brady. Uh, Denver missing their quarterback, but I think they keep it close. I got the plus 6. I would look for a plus 6. It's down to 5.5 in a lot of books, but ideally the 6 here, the uh, mile-high advantage um, in September. Always like that. Dallas and Seattle. This one is intriguing to me. I'm probably going to be on Dallas and really hope for a backdoor cover. Seattle looked great. Um, Dallas obviously off that crazy come-from-behind win. Sign open minus three and a half Seattle. It's all the way up uh, three and a half, yeah, or four, yeah, around there. But it's now up at five. It's kind of a dead man's land. Um, but five and a half does it get there? This total is crazy. Fifty-five and a half up to fifty-seven. Ridiculous. Um, but I'll be contrarian. Two thirds of bets around Seattle. Give me Dallas and keep it close there. And then Green Bay and New Orleans. This is uh, it's got to be a New Orleans play, guys. I know it's sounds crazy. But if you hit Green Bay and you got them three and a half, then I would ride that out. You are getting the the hook there but new orleans awful loss on a short week without michael thomas everyone says give me green bay all day but yet three and a half three and now the minus three with new orleans is juiced up to minus 115 may even go back to minus three and a half but big thing here is sunday night football home favorite only getting a quarter of bets you never ever see that happen so new orleans is in the ultimate fade the trendy dog spot and you may have Devonte adams out uh for the packers so keep an eye out for that but uh new orleans i would put in the boat um also with, what was that other contrarian favorite? Uh, kind of like Buffalo in that regard. Um, you know, public loading up on the uh, on the dog and the points, but you're kind of hold, holding pretty steady there. Um, so those are two uh, those are two sharp plays I'm looking at uh, for this weekend. But should be a great weekend, guys. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, wish you a safe, happy, healthy, uh, filled with cashing plays weekend. Um, remember, if you enjoy the pod, um, I know it's been uh, I know it's been a little rough couple days here at MLB, and again, I just I hate that stupid Jags pick. I mean, it's really eating at me. Uh, but whatever, we're gonna grind. Everyone makes mistakes. I made one last night, um, so you gotta own up to it and just keep grinding. That's what we do. Uh, but with that being said, if you enjoy the way we talk about games, break down games, uh, analyze line movement, locate sharp action, talk contrarian value, bankroll management, tips and strategies for all the major sports, uh, how to bet online, how to uh, place a bet in person, all that stuff. It's all located in greater depth, much greater depth in my book. My book is called The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. 
I did see this past um, week. I had a couple of uh, some jumps in sales, so thank you guys. It really means a lot to me. Uh, I get a small royalty on each one, and that uh, that goes to my house fund. My girlfriend and I are trying to get a house, so uh, it goes straight into the house fund. Um, but thank you guys. It really means a lot to me. If you want to buy the book or recommend it to a friend, um, it would really, really make my day. Uh, but thank you all. Have a fantastic weekend. Good luck. Stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Uh, you walk into the bar, whoever they're, whoever all the drunk guys at the at the bar stools up front are betting on, you want to be on the other side. Um, bet against the public. Stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money and never against it. <clears throat> Jaguars. Uh, and, uh, and keep grinding, guys, because that's the key. Bankroll management, flat betting. Um, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Always remember that. Uh, but I will see you at the window, whether it's the Brook, the new brick and mortar in New Hampshire, uh, or the or Twin River in Rhode Island, where me and my girlfriend first met and watched the uh, the Patriots win the Super Bowl uh, against the Rams, uh, or if it's at Circa or the South Point or the Borgata in AC, wherever it may be. Guess what? I owe you a beer if you took that Jags play uh, because uh, because I still owe you for that one. Uh, but good luck, everyone. Keep grinding, stay sharp, and I will see you this weekend on the Lombardi Line. After that, we'll be back on a Monday. Have an excellent weekend, guys. Good luck, and I hope you cash your plays. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.